0: To um, redeem those 20 minutes so what are we going to talk about um, we don't have a lot to talk about in this regard but we will discuss the differences between financial and management accounting we will focus on organizational data related to financial accounting we'll discuss and analyze the key types of master data involved with financial accounting We'll talk about some basic accounting concepts. Um, We will talk about the execution of key processes in financial accounting. And we'll identify key integration points between financial accounting and other processes. Now, let me ask you, I I might have asked you this before, I apologize. How many of you have taken an accounting class before? Okay, good. I'll go ahead and just tell you guys right now. On your midterm exam and on your final exam, there will be questions that involve financial accounting postings. Those tend to be among the most missed questions, which always baffles me because they're going to be the exact scenarios that we talk about in class, but students still wind up missing them now the way I will ask these questions might be in terms of a multiple choice question where you pick two answers and I'll say this happened what's the result and I'll say debit account one, debit account two, debit account three, debit account four credit account one, credit account two, credit account three, credit account four and you have to know okay when this happens I debit account two and I credit account four and I'm just using numbers here in place of account names you will have a goodly number of those kinds of questions on your midterm exam they're not hard we will go through every one of the scenarios and i will explain them to you in class but be forewarned and take good notes about them ask questions if you have them and then please don't miss them on the midterm exam i I get disappointed when i look back at the item analysis and i'm like they could have had an A if they'd only studied the financial accounting stuff a little bit more. So those of you that have taken a financial accounting class or two or three or five, you should really have an advantage in that regard, but I still see weird things happen, where accounting minors miss questions that they really shouldn't. So I just want you to be forewarned now, you will see questions related to financial accounting postings on your midterm exam. Not gonna be a hundred of them, but there'll be a set of them that you, you should be familiar with. All right, financial accounting versus management accounting. And there was a question about this on your homework, and most of you gave really, really great answers, and so I, I don't feel the need for us to park here for a long period of time. But I, I, I do want to make sure that we all have the concepts down. And so uh, like we have been talking about in the last discussion, the focus of financial accounting is tracking financial impact of business process steps. Now some of you in your answer said something like tracking financial impact of business transactions. I don't have a problem with that, but I want to make sure you understand that that doesn't mean I run a transaction in the SAP system and so therefore my doing that generated a financial accounting implication. No transactions in that context when used by your book and other sources is a reference to a step in a business process so financial accounting is all about this tracking the financial impact of business process steps what do financial accountants do they do a lot of capturing of information and ultimately they create reports what are the reports that they create they create income statements Now income statements also go by, by other name. Anybody know what an income statement could also be called? Profit and loss statement. Uh, so we could have a profit and loss statement. And the reason why I'm pointing that out, that could be P, that's supposed to be a P, P and L, is you will frequently just see P and L. And that's the same as an income statement it's a profit and loss statement and I've worked with some people they just always do they was called a P&L statement or just the P&L so I want to make sure you all understand that so we have income statements that we focus on this is real our income statement focuses on whether we're profitable whether we're losing money we have balance sheets and we'll talk more about this but Balance sheet focuses on our equity position in regards to our assets and any liabilities associated with that. And then the third thing that we focus on in financial accounting is what our master of accounting student can tell us here cash flows. cash flows, statement of cash flows. So this is money in, money out, which hopefully. Uh, you all realize or will come to realize is different than profit some people mistakenly equate profit with cash company could be cash rich and not profitable or could be profitable on paper but has no cash those are two things that really do happen why do we engage in financial accounting Well, partly is for our own benefit but definitely another big part of it is because of government requirements and We've talked about that. The pesky government requires us to pay taxes for some reason. Now, in the United States, typically, historically, we focused a lot on on GAAP, Generally Accepted Accounting Principles. But outside of the United States, there is IFRS which is the International Financial Reporting Standard, which tends to be what's done outside of the United States. Now I know for a long time, and maybe you can share with us, a lot of American companies are moving to IFRS now, right? Fits and pieces because SEC still is uh, starting to take root. It's appearing on the CPA exam a lot more, but it's still not being used because you can't put your company on the U.S. Stock Exchange with IPERS preparation. Oh, okay, so that's interesting. To be on the Stock Exchange, you have to be using GAAP, okay? Now, foreign um, companies can come in using offers and get on the U.S. Stock Exchange. But not American companies, okay. So GAAP is still relevant. Um, they've been talking about the IFRS transition for as long as I can remember going back a, a decade or so um, and so financial accounting you know and that's why we say that financial accounting has an external reporting focus okay I, I don't think we just added anything new to our understanding here but hopefully this was a good review for you uh, of the fundamental elements of financial accounting that you may have already talked about in your answer to a homework question managerial accounting CO or Cost accounting or controlling. Remember we observed those are, uh, for all intents and purposes, those those are synonymous terms. Controlling, cost accounting, okay? And that's why I like to use CO because then I don't have to all the time mention all three of those things. Managerial accounting is related to allocating and managing Costs, and revenue. Okay, let me give you a specific example of this that probably most of you would not have known about. Um, You are enrolled here as a student at ETSU. That is something I do hope you are aware of. Um, In exchange for your being enrolled here as a student at ETSU, you have to pay tuition. Okay, You write a check to, I'm assuming, East Tennessee State University and you go to the bursar's office and stand in line or you pay online or whatever it is you do to part with your money. And I realize some of you might have loans that come into play or, or financial aid or grants or whatever. We're not going to focus on that right now. Ultimately though, you give ETSU money in exchange for your education. Now, that money goes into virtually speaking a big pot over in Dossett Hall and so you know if this were like the way it played out all of the students walk by this big pot and dump their money into it and once every student has walked by we have a big pot with money in it now there's not enough money in that pot but nonetheless there's a big pot with money sitting there what happens then now We have fights about who gets what part of that money, okay? And here at ETSU, there are various colleges. College of Business and Technology is the one that I'm guessing all of you are students in. There's also the College of Arts and Sciences and the College of Clinical and Rehabilitative Health Sciences and the College of Pharmacy and all kinds of other colleges. I don't know how many there are, I think 10 or 12 of them all of the leaders of those colleges get together and fight over how much money they get out of that pot and then once that fight is finished then the college leaders come back and the various departments fight for how much money they get okay now it's not at all logical it's not like I get money based on the fact that you are in this class I don't get any kind of commission or anything like that if there are ten students in my class or a thousand students in my class I get paid the same amount of money Okay. some departments on this campus have a ton of students some departments on this campus have fewer than twenty students but we all get together we metaphorically and fight over how much money we get and it's not like the department that has 20 students gets 1 20th the amount of a department that has you know a thousand students in it. So one of the things that we do in managerial accounting is we have to figure out okay we took all this money in we need to allocate it we need to figure out who gets what and every department will make an argument as to why they should get however much money they want. The Department of Computing might say, computing is expensive. We have to buy servers, we have to buy computers, we have to buy all the software that's really expensive. The literature department, they don't need any of that stuff. They just, you know, the students buy lit books that were published 150 years ago or whenever. And uh, they just have desks and stuff. So they don't need that much money, give us more money. And so every department like comes up with their best case scenario of why you should give them um, a, a lot of money. And then somebody has to come up with a way of rationalizing that that makes sense and then the money is actually divvied up. And when they are done, if they have done their job well, nobody is happy okay Um, if anybody is happy they probably didn't do their job well because the party that's happy you know got a better deal than everybody else so it's one of those thankless jobs it's like if you do your job well you have just disappointed everyone well then it comes time to allocating costs you know the university decides that they are going to invest in and I'm gonna make this up, better groundskeeping. They want the the university grounds to look a lot nicer so they want to hire a lot more groundskeeper and spend more money on grass and plants and other things like that. Well that belongs to the university as a whole so they are essentially going to charge every department for their share of the groundskeeping. Now just like before, we wanted to argue about how much we need revenue, when it comes to costs, we are now going to argue about why we should have a really small share of those costs. And we might say, computer science, have you looked at our students? They don't really go outside that much. They don't really care about nice trees and grass and stuff like that. the sports science people, they're outside all the time. That's all they do. They hang out outside. They should have to pay a lot more, okay? Now, my arguments here are just a, a tad over dramatized, uh, dramatized, but, you know, that's kind of the way those discussions go. Everybody wants the revenue. Nobody wants the costs. Who figures out who gets it? The managerial accountants. And a metaphor that I've heard used a lot is, is hot potato. Nobody wants, you know the hot potato and being stuck with it when how's that game going like the, the time runs out, or whatever. So what everybody looks to do is when costs are given to them, they look for who they can pass the cost off to, because they don't want to be stuck holding the bag. We'll talk more about the logistics of that when we talk about cost accounting. But remember in your labs, when you built those nice little hierarchies that were so much fun, that's how this works the costs get divvied up, and then they get divvied up within the subgroups, and then they get divvied up within the subgroups, and when we're all done, all of our costs have been allocated, and and no one is happy, but we at least have a semblance of something that, that makes sense within our organization. All of this is internally focused. We don't report this to the IRS, we don't put this in our annual tax filings or our annual report. Um, this is just for for our own internal purposes and so based on that the requirements and and really what we do so the requirements what we do is is based on our own needs and standards Now for sure there are certain things that are commonly done in organizations and certain ways that decisions are commonly made. But by virtue of it being internal, companies can come up with their own way of doing stuff. And in fact a lot of companies come up with really good ways of doing things and then they're nice enough to share them with other businesses who then uh, follow their pattern. And so that's what we do in management accounting we focus on not just cost which is why uh, the term managerial accounting is perhaps better than cost accounting because cost accountants don't just focus on cost they also look at the other side of the picture which which is the revenue side of the picture as well the reason why this is our next big topic up and the reason why financial accounting is so important is you'd be hard-pressed to find anything we do in our company that is not related to financial accounting. We procure things. We've got to pay for those. What we buy may have to be recorded in our records as an asset. We've got to capture that. Production. We take raw materials. We turn them into finished goods. We pay workers to do that for us. All of those things have financial accounting implications. Fulfillment, we sell stuff to people. That brings money into our organization, financial accounting. Asset management, we go out and we buy cranes and we buy assembly line equipment and we buy uh, trucks and we buy all kinds of things like that and we have to capture that information in our financial records. Managerial accounting, cost accounting, controlling, they basically get their source data from financial accounting and so financial accounting supports what we do in, in management accounting inventory and warehouse management financial accounting implication of managing those assets project management we're looking at costs associated with executing a project assets and resources used on the on the project You'd be hard pressed to find anything that we do in a company that doesn't have a financial accounting implication. Human resources, absolutely. Maintenance, absolutely. I mean, I don't know that I could come up with anything that we do that doesn't have a financial accounting implication, primarily because probably the people doing it want to get paid, and therefore, there's a financial accounting implication to that. So financial accounting is is critical to a proper running organization, and it is critical to an effectively running enterprise information system. All right, well this is where we will stop for today. If you did not sign in, please make sure you come up here to the front and and put your name on that sheet.